Canyon is coming in undefeated. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports Local. Week five. It's one week before district, Sammy. And we I, got a week I, left. Oh, one more week, and we get into when football counts in the Permian Basin. Oh, yeah. You cannot lose in district play. We're a week out. This is where you fix some of your problems that you've seen. You address them now. If you don't, look out. Week one's around the corner. Uh, and, and we've got some great games coming up this week. A lot of good football. This is everyone's last week to really fine-tune their offense, make the adjustments they need to do on the defensive side of the ball. And what way to do it? And some of these matchups we've got this week that we want to talk. I mean, you know, you got Legacy playing Judson Rock, the Judson Rockets, which is a it's for a long time that school has been a powerhouse in Texas. Everybody in Texas knows the Judson Rockets out of San Antonio. And then you got a Saturday game, uh, you know, for for Odessa High. They're playing Clemens, which I believe that's out of Shirts, Texas, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And and that game right there alone is is just going to be an exciting electric football game as well. You know, it's a Saturday game. You don't you're not used to hearing Saturday Saturday night lights. Here we are, Saturday night football. And a, and a game Odessa High has a lot to fix. I'll say that. They got a lot to work on. Yeah, well, I mean, with that being said, uh let's dive right into it. We've got let's talk about Midland Legacy versus the Judson Rockets going into this uh, week 5 here. And you know, last week them playing the Cibolo Steel Knights, and that that was a game that was electric. That was that had the stadium rocking. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. I saw the the highlights of it. I you could just how. tell the energy was amazing there. Yeah, Brad was there, and he, he was explaining to us how close it was the whole game. I, I guess it went in overtime, a game that Legacy lost and yep. played really really well. Davila played really really mm-hmm. well. That's a strong team. Uh, the a game they lost thirty five twenty eight. Davila again played like we expect. Just a tough game, but it, it makes if you're a rebel, you got to feel good about where and, you are. And that's a great point, Sammy, because that's what I was thinking. Is that's that's a loss that's really a win. Does that make sense? I, I, yeah, I'm, it makes sense. I know, I know. You, in the in the sport of football, a loss is a loss, right? And and but you know, there's that saying, you know, take a loss and turn it into a lesson. I think this legacy team going into districts battle tested with some of these teams that they're playing. It's a huge. This district, it's it's all leading up to Permian versus Legacy, in my opinion. So. In my opinion, I would love to see Odessa High climb up there, uh-huh. but the, in the last two weeks, you, you know they, they've played some, but they played some good teams too. But they have, you know, th- this Legacy game versus Judson is going to be a really good test for Davia. Again, this is two back to back weeks where the Legacy Rebels are just playing very good football teams, which is going to be great for them in the long run. Yeah, I love the fact that it's on the road, and you got to remember. Midland Legacy already lost on the road. You know, they lost over at Tascosa yep. in a game that really slipped away from them, and uh, they didn't look so good. But all these games are, are lining up to one thing, and it's for them to finish strong during district yep. play. Their goal is to win the district championship. It's not to go undefeated. It's not to blow teams out. It's, it's to win out in district, and that's what they want to do. No, and, and when you've got a quarterback that has the stature that Marcos Davila has, I mean, that's – that just puts you. It puts you in every game. There ain't a team in Texas right now that Legacy can will play that I feel like is just a lopsided 
matchup. When you've got that kid at quarterback, he he makes every game a winnable game. Yeah. And 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 you know and and I know the talk about legacy so Davila base, but Aiden Serrano, you got some guys that, you know that really play good football. The Aiden Serrano kid is an amazing receiver. He's going to be an oh, he's, amazing athlete for legacy. Did, I don't know if you saw any of his highlights. I, I did. I did see, and, and of course Moses had another interception. Yeah, I was about to say in Kenny the end Moses. zone. Great play by him. You know this test on the road is going to be difficult, but Judson is not as good as people might think. They are hmm. one in three this year. Having lost to a team out of Pflugerville, Weiss, and uh, the powerhouse Austin Westlake, 47-14. So oh, they're Westlake. Not, yeah. They're not the – now, I will say they have beat, a, an, I guess, their crosstown rival in Johnson, 46-43 in a close game. So this isn't a team that's going to lay down for, for Midland Legacy. They're going to fight. But but a 1-3 team, you, you have concern. You may, you may But see, in Legacy – they have lost two games, and, and you would maybe suggest, oh, they're not as good. Legacy is one of the best teams in the state. So, again, I don't want to look at the record and say suggest that they're bad. I did see they have some commits to D1 colleges, so there's a chance, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a good game. But I don't know if Judson has got the uh, powerhouse team that, that we're used to hearing. So, with that being said, yeah, who's your pick? Legacy wins on the road, 31-24. You know what, Sammy, that's crazy that you say that because I was thinking about the losses, and, and you know, the, the, a couple, one of them is on the road to Tesco, so like we talked about. Yeah. The other one to a very good football team in Cibolo Steel. I think that Davila and, and those boys on that offensive side of the ball, and, and I'm not trying to discredit their defense. Their defense is amazing as well. Mm-hmm. But I just think that they're going to go off on the road. I think it's so too. It's a big primetime game. It, it's it's everybody's looking out for this one. I like Legacy 24 to 21. 24 21. In in a in a I'm talking about a hard scratching battle oh. just I think Davila makes the play at the end. <laughs> if if Brad was here I'd say I'd like to go to that game. <laughs> All righty. And moving on into Abilene Cooper at Permian. That's going to be another great game, Sammy. Uh, Permian had a nail-biter last week. And starting to see the Permian Panthers bring out the mojo magic, so to say, in a couple of these games. Ronnie Hall, those guys, I saw a highlight of Harris absolutely you saw that obliterating yeah. a kid on a screen. I was able to watch that in person, and <laughs> was it bad? Oh my goodness, I haven't seen something like that in quite a while. Um, as soon as I saw it, I'm like looking at the scoreboard, waiting for him to replay it. And I guess the camera angle that it was, it kind of missed it. But then later on, he went and put it out. So on the All-22 film, I bet. Yeah, yeah, I was able to see it. But, yeah, that was in the third quarter, man. And that's – Permian went in at half. They were down 27-7. to And offensively, they were unable to do much. That was a feisty bunch that they that they came back on. Really? And I was able to watch that whole game. Permian is such a gritty football gritty. team. Mm-hmm. You let them guys hang around, that's a huge mistake. I don't care how good you are. By the way, their linemen, UT, other D1 schools. Running back, University of Houston, and it showed. They were he, – he was. I saw a post that he was, he oh, was man, coming to play. Really, really, really good. But for Permian to be able to climb back after halftime, I mean, look out. If, if I'm any team in this district, I'm worried – Permian has got a really, really damn good football team, and and you know Sammy that that's crazy because you know twenty seven to seven I believe is what you said it was. It was twenty yeah twenty seven seven at halftime. It, a, man, th- 
kudos, shout out to the Permian Permian's coaching staff, their players, that their fan base, all all the all the, the, all the Mojo Panthers, the Mojo Jungle, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever they call it. The, the, I'm sure they had that stadium rocking, and, and for them not to just lay down and, and take the no. loss, and this is the second time they've done that, I believe, this year. Second time they come from behind. They yeah. did it at Tascosa, yeah. the team that beat Legacy. They they have been challenged, and they've answered the bell. Um, another thing too, I want to point out is watching that game is their special teams play was oh, wow. incredible, especially in the second half. They they um, go to tie it and in the nick at the kickoff, it was almost like almost like a squib kick. The kicker kicks it real high, and this is something that they coach and something that they work. The placement on. kick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and guess what? It worked. He muffed it. Perman recovered. Oh wow! Late in the fourth, and what do they do? They march down the field. And score a touchdown to tie it up. Then guess what happens? You got your kicker. He's got to make that pressure kick. Nails the kick. Comes back. There's 16 seconds left. Line up to kick off. Same kick. Same results. Oh, Guy loves it. Permanent recovers. It's game over. They don't even have a chance. By the way, there was a fight afterwards. I guess they weren't in no no kind of mood to shake hands. So, I mean, I got worried. The lights were purple. You can barely see in there. And they're kind of all in the middle of the field. I said, we're about to have a brawl. But... Thankfully, the permanent people took care of that. There was no brawl, but there were some helmets being thrown. I saw, you know, the opposing team throwing their helmet. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, you should have won that game, and Permian did what they do. And, yeah. and, and anyone who's going to play Permian in district going forward, let that team hang around. If you're winning the game, if you let them hang around, look out. Speaking on these two, is is do you think that this is going to be the district championship game, Permian and Legacy? It has to be. It has to be. It just no Millen Hyde, they won this week. A bounce back game, they answered the bell. And I was gonna say the dark horse is Midland High, but we'll get to that in yeah. a second. No, I mean it has to be. You have to assume injuries can happen though. Right. Anything um, can happen really. Yeah. But such big kudos to that coaching staff over that Permian that uh, just did a phenomenal job. They are a gritty, gritty bunch, and that was a fun game to watch. And Cooper coming in this week, you know, to, to Ratliff, that that's going to be another another battle. Another battle. That's an old district foe, and that's a team that is uh, pretty good. They have a couple losses this year, but they are they're a decent team. That that's not a team that's just going to come in there and lay down. And and who who's your pick in that one? I have Permian. I expect Permian to maybe start a little slow. That that was a lot of energy going in, mm-hmm. pouring into Friday night. It's going to turn into a blowout, though. This game is going to get out of hand, and and Permian's going to take it off, take it away. I'm going to say Permian, forty eight twenty eight. Ooh, good score, good score. And then you know you always got to remember it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. You know, in high school football, that that, that saying right there is is a staple in high school football. Yeah, and it's it's just going to be important this week for Permian as they go through their practices. Yeah, they had a big win, and and uh, they got a game Friday night against Abilene Cooper, who may be a lesser talent, but. You get these big wins. It's 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 really about how you respond the next game. Right. How do you look that game? You don't want to get overconfident right. or assume that you're the best the best team in the world. You got to show up and play again Friday night. So that's going to be a good game to watch. But Permians they're just phenomenal on on in all phases. I got Permian in this one as well. You got I, Permian. I, I like. I don't think I don't like a blowout. I like mm-hmm. Permian in, in another hard fought really hard fought game. Okay. And and not. Not because of the talent level. I just, I think, like you said, Sammy, I think Permian's going to come out a little slow. 
yeah, a, a little dense there. And then I think that they're going to find a way to win like they always do. And I like Permian, let's call it 28 to 21. Wow. L- l- like maybe one of those drives where it's tied 21-21. They got to go score. Rodney finds a way. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Rodney. Amazing. He put, he put the team on his back. Golly, him and Harris. That, that was so good. So good. Look at this next game. We're going to talk about time. It's Clemens at Odessa High, which is another game at Ratliff. But this one on Saturday. Saturday Night Saturday. Lights. How does that yeah, sound? Sa- yeah. Saturday, Sat- Saturday uh, that, that, that game taking place there. That team, I want to say, is out of Shirts, Texas, I believe, is, is where Clemens is from. Um, they come in uh, to face the Odessa High bunch who's who's trying to figure it out right now. Uh, I don't I don't think, me personally, I it seems like the alumni are a little more worried than I am, but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I think there's nothing to worry about there for Odessa High. I think they've got a lot of talent around that team. I think that they're going to make something work. It's just really finding their identity. Um, you've got some very talented football players there. Ivan Carion, the Gomez kid at safety. I yeah. heard that kid was flying around, knocking people's heads off all game. And I know that family. Oh, you do? Personally. Really? They, they're just, he's related to Ivan. Oh, okay. So they they've always had good football players come through their family. Carlos mm-hmm. Gomez was another receiver that they had oh, back in the yeah, yeah, Carlos, Carlos, yeah, Carlos was there. Uh, now Ivan takes the reins there, and in his junior year, he's already has every receiving record uh, for o- Odessa High there. But yeah, I mean, you may feel a little different, Sammy, but I I, I think Odessa High is going to be fine. I think you I think, think so. I, I do. I I love their offensive coordinator. I love their head coach. I think they're going to figure it out. Once they find out what they're really good at doing, they're going to be fine. So all you OHS alumni, relax. No, thank (laughs) you. Now let me get your take. (laughs) No, maybe maybe that's what we need to hear. Relax. District play hasn't started. Odessa has started strong. They they started off 2-0. A promising team. Uh, Clemens is going to come in with a 3-1 record. Mm. This is a good football team. They have one big 42-19 against Del Valle. And 14-10, a close match with Madison. Coming off a win, though, against United, a weaker team at 1-3 last week. Clemens is going to come play. And, and I guarantee you this, Clemens has not seen any bit of Ratliff Stadium. They know all about it. Oh, yeah. So you, you don't mean to you, – you, you can't tell me they don't want to come get a big victory at Ratliff Stadium against Odessa High, especially against that – everyone knows by now, Ivan Carrion, he's mm-hmm. – a D1 prospect, somebody who has the highest ceiling in a long time at that school. Which, believe believe it or not, I believe he was held to zero yards last week. Is that correct? I'm, I might have heard that. I don't know that. I think they. I think he was thrown to at least three times in the game or something like that, which it's expected. I mean, they're going to double cover this kid anytime he's on the field, right? They did a lot of triple covering. I know really? that. They did. They figured out a way to – so what, what teams have done to him is they will – bring the corners up, almost pressing him, put hands on him, and then inside shade, you've got either a safety or an outside linebacker waiting for him to, if he's going to run that post route, there's a guy there and there's a guy over the top. So essentially it's three on one. And I'll say this, they have other weapons. They can utilize those other weapons. 88, he's a sophomore, great player. You can utilize him, get him the rock. That was that was the seemed to be the formula. And let me... Ivan Carrion. Ivan Carrion does not mean carry Odessa High. Okay? <laughs> find others. <laughs> you got to find others. Here, here's the thing about Odessa High. Undisciplined football on defense. You get in losing contain. 
you, you're missing assignments, penalties. You're supposed to end drives in third down, not give them another a free mm-hmm. first down because mm-hmm. you jumped off sides or you had a pass interference, things I've seen. I do, though, say this. I trust Odessa High. I, I trust that coaching staff. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since there's been a coaching staff in there that can address some of these problems. Clemens is going to be a tough matchup, but those guys are such fighters. I, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Odessa High again after they let me down last week. I'm going to pick them <laughs> again. In, in a game in which I think Carrion's going to carry okay. this Odessa High team, into district, and, I, and I'm going to pick Odessa High 54 42. 50 burger. It's going to be a, a good night to be a Bronco. Do not let me down, Odessa High, because <laughs> if you do, I'm not picking you anymore. Period. Yeah, uh, as for me, uh, don't don't jump over this table, but I'm going Clements on this one. Come on, man. I have to. I, I hopped them up just for that. I, I have to. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I think they're going to be fine in district play. But I think that this team, you know, comes they're a good in. team. They're a good team. It's a good football team. I, I like them very close, though. Very close. I'm talking two, three points. I'm trying to figure out a score in my head right now, but maybe like something like 26, 24, 28, 26, something like that, where maybe it comes down to a two point conversion to win the game and they have nothing to lose. They're in Ratliff Stadium. They go for it, get it, yeah. ball game. Well, I'm looking for a big game from Jalen, from Ivan, and, and company. They're going to be fine. In district. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. Believe me. Uh, going on into the other school in the Permian Basin in the big district is Midland High takes on Andrus, uh, which is a, it's an El Paso-based school. Yes. And Midland High, just they're the dark horse, Sammy. I'm telling you, watch out for them Bulldogs. Oh, look out for them, guys. They answered the bell. We said last week they had a tough loss at home in which they couldn't do much. Scored only eight points. Couldn't do much. They answer the bell. They're on the road. I picked against them. I did it again. I picked against them. Can you stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> and then here they are. I thought it was going to be, you're asking for too much. You know, after a loss, you're on the road to Lubbock. Yep. Man, that's a tough, it is. But kudos to them. Midland High, look out for them. And I expect them to get another one this week. I am not picking, I said it last time and I won't do it again. I think I picked Monterey as well. Last did you? Week. I think so. I think, I, I want to say we did. I, I don't I know if Chris. did. But it was, hey, Midland High, the dark horse, Coach Fortune over there. The, the, he's got them kids playing some very good football. They've they're on a roll. Watch out for this team. This is one of them scary, sneaky teams going into the district. For me, I just think that later on in the district, th- they're going to start playing in football games where their offense really doesn't. It's not set up to play in some of these games that they're going to have to play in, like against Permian Legacy, where you're going to have to go score forty points. And that offense just it's it's based on running down the clock. Yeah. Taking time off. Yes. Putting pressure on the other opposing coaching staff. Yes. Opposing players. You give Davila the ball first. You give Rodney Hall the ball first. They go put up seven. If you're disciplined as a coaching staff, you're fine. If you need to go score, that's when you start making mistakes. I think Midland High in this ball game, because it's against Andres. That's not. I feel like that's more. The El Paso schools really – I'm not – I hate to say this, but they really don't don't stack up. No, to, to, this is not a good team. Right. It's not a good team. I want to say that without saying that, but <laughs> it's not a good team. And I think I think Midland High, big. Yeah, big. I, I do too. Big. I expect some of those guys to show out. Stroman Bridge, that, that kid is – Stroman is, is the gadget that they have. Mm-hmm. And, and they're playing – they're 
they've got other things going on at Midland High that they're playing for. They've got, you know, players right. that, that are going through some stuff that they're playing for. Yep. They're they're uh, really, really going to show mm-hmm. you. And playing motivated football, and Coach Fortune is, is a great, great coach. And he's got – we learned this. He's got the offensive line coach from Odessa Permian that was there – a year ago, who he brought with him, and it just really, really shows when, when the way that they maul people when they run the football. Mm-hmm. I expect a lot going forward from this middle high team, and especially in years to come. They got a lot of pups over there. What's your score prediction? I'm going to say Midland High takes this one again in a big 48-21 win. Oh, okay, 48-21. I like them. I like them 42-18. Okay, we'll see. 42-18. <laughs> Moving on into this week's game of the week. Yes. In 4A football. And I'm just a little biased on this. Let's one. hear it. What it's homecoming in Pecos America, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Is it homecoming? We got a new stadium. What? We got a new coaching staff. We got some. Got, we got a new everything, new field. Tell me about this stadium. What's the deal in this stadium? No, this stadium is amazing. Uh, I saw a picture, you know, posted by Pecos' defensive coordinator, Coach Knipes. Okay. Which is doing an amazing job, by the way. He's got like three goose eggs on yeah, the year or something yeah. like that. Two or three goose eggs on the year. Um, well, I should know. I do the games on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah, you know, they they really they really caught a win last week. Uh, wind. It's, that sounds like a win too, but oh. <laughs> they caught they caught a second win last week. Uh, talking to Nick, of course, I was not in the area. Last, yeah, you were last missing week. last week. It's in Nashville, but mm. they they played very good football. They said, you know, I was talking to Nick. He was telling me Colt, and I talked to Colt as well. He, you know, they just caught they caught some. I don't know how to explain it. They just got their mojo. You know, they they started yeah. throwing the ball a little better. They were they were executing on the offensive side of the ball, and then Coach Knives. He just did his thing on defense. My with goodness, those kids! Yeah, no, you're right. Three goose eggs on yeah. the season. He's 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 the real deal. And mind you, our offensive coordinator, Coach Heath, and Coach Knipes, I think they're both under like 28 years old. No, that's what I was gonna say. The guy seems like a young like a young coach. Oh, but his energy Fun really. Facts. Oh, spin facts <laughs> here. Facts. Yeah, no, it, their energy is just so awesome. Like when I'm calling the game play by play, and I'm looking at them run up and down the sideline, and then you know what's cool is what Coach Coach Williams is a little older. Uh-huh. And he's still right there with them, you know. Oh, I mean, yes. they, they, he's rolling with them, and, and you know, I see Coach Price down there, and those guys—they're they, just full of energy. It's fun to play football in Pecos. It, it really is, and I think, uh, well, Friday night's going to be Friday night extra. Gonna, Friday night is going to be a little extra. I mean, it's homecoming. These, this the first time we're ever playing a football game in the new stadium, in the new on the new field, wow. which is gray and purple. It's purple. It's 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 gray, purple. Every five yards, it changes gray and purple. And then the new stadium, of course, it's just amazing. And then they've got the purple LEDs and, and stuff. Oh, they got the yeah, LEDs. Man, okay, it's, it, it's the real deal there. It's the real deal. And I'm I'm so glad that the 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 city of Pecos gets to like witness that, enjoy it. What what kind of atmosphere is it going to be there on Friday night? You think? You know, homecoming in Pecos. You know, everybody everybody it? gets back. I mean, Do they? I I will say this about Pecos. Uh, homecoming week is has always been a big thing. I mean, if if you're an alumni, if you played for, if you played within the program, everybody shows up. I mean, all Pecos alumni shows up. They do a very good job of it. I I've seen for a long time, Pecos was the team that you scheduled for homecoming. Oh, so I've seen. I've seen, you know, other people's homecoming. It just doesn't seem like anybody's there, right? Like nobody came back. Well, Pecos, you know, Pecos does a very good job. Come. 
of, of coming back and, and, you know, supporting the team. And this year, you know, with the way these kids are playing, the type of football they play, I mean, it's just exciting. Oh it's goodness. exciting. And, and I did talk to someone today who is married to someone that I, I believe played volleyball down there. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they're going down there Friday night yeah. to go look at the stadium and mm-hmm. enjoy the game. Homecoming. But it's going to be a tough – normally you'll schedule games here that are – I hate to say it, easy games, but right. they are. Generally you schedule easy games. This is not going to be an easy game it's, for Pecos. It's, it's not a walk in the park, and it's honestly a uphill walk. You big try, time. This is a Seminole team that just comes – it comes off a win against Andrews. A big win against an undefeated Andrews yeah. team. And with the, they've got a D one commit on the offensive oh, line, yes. and he's he's the real deal. And if they beat Andrews, I don't know if you remember me saying last week. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, he well, he's not going to be enough. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He might be enough. <laughs> um, and you know, this is going to be a tough matchup for Pecos. Oh, it, it's going to be an extremely tough matchup for Pecos. But maybe, maybe with it being homecoming, you know. The, the crowd rock. I'll be in the press box. I get, I, I get to I get okay. to witness the the uh, game from the press box, which I'm so excited because I'm a with me doing the radio for as long as I have. Yeah, I enjoy oh. I enjoy press boxes. Like that's one thing I, I love. Like Snyder's press box is probably one of my favorites. You just want you you're up there. And you're enjoying it. You're taking it in. Right. What, I'm excited. What, okay, so on Friday night, what colors will what can we expect? Are they going to be wearing purple? All purple. Oh. It'll be purple. Oh, purple out. That is awesome. Purple out. I hope they win. I mean, I'd hate for you to lose a homecoming game and busting out that new stadium. Beautiful state-of-the-art stadium. I'm rooting for Pecos here in this one. I'm going to pick Pecos to win at homecoming. Can't You're lose pick, it. Yeah. Well. I'm going to pick them. I'm going to say Pecos is going to win, and this is going to be a tough game. Pecos is going to win 27-14. Their defense is going to really, really David, hold David up David Madrid good. and those kids, yeah. David Madrid. And, and you know, I, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to get killed for this one. Don't. Are you really <laughs> – <laughs> Let's hear it's, it. It's gonna. It's so tough. It, I'm. I'm so sorry. You know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going Pegasus. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> okay. I thought you were about to pick. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Oh. I think. I think the guns. The young gunslinger Colt Salgado comes out, throws the ball all over the place. I hope. And and, and I hope he has four touchdowns throwing. Um. And I'm gonna take Pegasus. I'll take him 21-17. Good game to watch. Good game to watch. All right, moving on. We've got Fort Stockton going to Isoleta, which is another – I hope I said that right, but it's another El Paso-based team, and they're – I'm not sure that that program I – don't, I don't know what their numbers look like, but mm-hmm. from what I've heard talking to people, I think this is going to turn into another Coach Hickman and the Fort Stockton Panthers win. Hey, and, and I hope it does. And, and I'm a fan of his, by the way. I'm a big fan of him. Last, Big fan of him. Last week, by the way, I predicted that they would beat Crane 51 to nothing. I was wrong. It was 46 to 6. <laughs> you got close, though. <laughs> that's close. so close. You know, that that's just a really, really well-coached team that are – look out. Anyone – and by the way, this, this letter team is, is not the best team on the planet. This should be another mauling, another mm. Panther win, another big win. You take Inspired him. football. G- oh, give me easily. a score. Fifty-one nothing again. <laughs> Good. I'll take I'll take Fort Stockton as well. I like Fort Stockton, uh, twenty-eight to ten. Okay. Oh, we've caught some heat over this this next uh, town that we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, let me guess. Monahan's at Denver City. Oh, 
And we all picked Monahan's to lose. Last. No, Chris went with Chris. Chris, Chris did, believed did. In, in little Chino Navarrete over there, and he he said he was going to do it. And guess what? Monahan's, he did. Monahan's <laughs> did it. In a game, did you see their stands? I told y'all that stadium. For some reason, I don't know what it is, Sammy. When I played there, it like we had to go on silent counts. We had what? like it, it. It just I don't know if it's like the the whole aluminum. It's got to be. It, it echoes probably it, from. It the, is so dang loud in that Lobo Stadium. Well, it, and I guarantee you, it was rocking last Friday. They had a full house. Yeah. And, and I'm ashamed. I picked against Monahan's in a big win. Oh yeah. Statement win. It won't happen again, Monahans. I hope you have. I hope you're able to forgive me for picking <laughs> against you. That's my mistake. Yeah, you know, it's a rivalry with Pegas, the other Monahans. <laughs> so I don't feel too bad, okay. but I was wrong, and I will admit oh, that yeah, I, was I was wrong. Was and real. this week, I'm not doing that, and I'm going Monahans. Uh, yes, I, and you know, this Denver City program used to. It's a smaller. It's a smaller area. You know what I mean? The talent pool really isn't. You know, they used to be very big kids. Mm-hmm. And I probably still are, but I think Navarrete and the Lobos are just a little too much for Denver City. Yeah, and I would agree with you. I'm going to say Monahan's take this game. I hope it's not Denver City's homecoming game because it's going to be ruined <laughs> by the Monahan's Lobos. All the green. Going on into Canyon at Greenwood. And let's just go ahead and announce this kid. Because he himself, out of Greenwood High School, is the Bullcorn Sports Player of the Week for week four. And that is senior Rance Purser. And let me just tell you this. This is unheard of even at the NFL level in in most cases, unless it's like Justin Tucker, right? This kid kicked a 61-yard field goal. And if you watch the video, there's a video of it. Oh yes, there is. It would have been good from like seventy. My, he goodness. he kicked the, he kicked it with room to spare. Then turns around and had a seventy yard touchdown catch. <laughs> oh my god! And is, is that on video? That's too? all on scared. video. Okay, this is all on video. Man, if I'd say if that if you didn't have that on tape, I wouldn't believe it. Yep, sixty one yard field goal, and you know that alone is going to earn him the rights to be the Bullcorn Sports Player oh, of the Week for Week Four. A senior Rance Purser out of Midland Greenwood, Texas, uh, paired with a seventy-yard touchdown. This his kid. That was amazing, by the way. <laughs> Rance Purser, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. You don't see that every day. Uh, you your parents ought to be proud. I'll say that. That is awesome. And like Pat McAfee says, for the brand, for the brand, brand <laughs> the kickers out there. Hey, man, that that right there was just amazing. But that you know, going into this week, they and that was against Shallow Water. Against Shallow Water, which we we a lot of us picked Shallow Water to win and greet. And I I think Shallow Water is a lower classification. Yeah, but. They're yeah. still a very good football team. So for Greenwood to to have that win on their record like that, that that's just amazing. Um, but this this week's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. They're playing Canyon, and that Canyon team is undefeated. It's every year they're good. Oh, are they? They're okay. good every year. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to make a mistake again, and <laughs> I'm going Greenwood in a thriller. I like Greenwood in a thriller. Twenty seven, twenty six. Great. They're down twenty four. They're down 26-24. Late drive. Guess who they call in to kick Are the field goal? Are you kidding me? The bullcorn player of the, the week himself? Purser wins it again. Can't not not from 61, up? but maybe from like 38, <laughs> Which 35. 
not easy to do. Then they win the game 27-26. And they've they've played in tough, close games already. You know, the first game of the year yeah. they had that Lubbock school come in there, and it was all the way down to the wire. Yeah. I'm going to pick Greenwood at home, too. By the way, we recognize on Bullcorn Sports special teams play. Believe it. You win football games in special it's, teams. It's, and we will recognize it. It's the third aspect of every game, and it's an important aspect. <laughs> yes, sir. Moving on into the next game we have here, Snyder at Big Spring. Snyder. And Snyder, just not the typical Snyder. They're this not year. a great team. And, and Big Spring playing good football right now. Uh, I mean, some people will say that they're, you know. This might be their home and coming game, maybe. Probably. Yeah, but I, I like Big Spring a lot. Yeah, me too. I like Big Spring, uh, let's just call it 35-14. Got Big Spring. Give me Coach dirt. Coach Cannon, speaking of stadiums packing mm-hmm. up, Coach Cannon posted a picture on Twitter uh-huh. today. I believe it was today. That's the, you, I don't know how you can sit down. That what? stadium, Memorial Stadium, I believe is what it's called. I hadn't seen that. Yeah, if you look it up on his Twitter, that that stadium was jam packed. Well, that's good. I mean, they're they're a proud group. I mean, that that fan base, everybody obviously, Tannehill. But there's been other players coming out of Big Spring. I mean, Bubba Franks. Bubba Franks. Yeah, long time tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me Big Spring at home. I mean, this is going to be a walk in the park. This is a Snyder team that just hasn't been playing very very good. And if this is uh, Big Spring's homecoming, happy homecoming. And you know. We talk about big players. You know, there's been some kids come out of Snyder. A lot of people come out of Snyder. Some some legends, uh, you know, come out of Snyder. You, that's a good football town too. So okay, I, I just think that right now there might be a little bit of rebuilding going on. So. It happens. So I like Big Spring. Like I said, with that score, moving on into Wink at Water Valley, um, and believe it or not, guess who was the Built Ford Tough Player of the Week? Mm. You know, once again Maybe he he got he got that. the he got the feet once again. I don't know um, who that would be. That's gonna be Mr. Kenning Gibson, and he's just he's just amazing. He's a great. He's player. amazing, and you know, really great. Pecos Pecos has a pretty much they put their buy at the beginning of the year because uh-huh. of the stadium build. But okay. I was really hoping that that bye week was later on in the season, because uh, th- this I'm telling you right now, I would definitely make time to go to that Wink and McCamey game if I had a chance. Yeah. Be, but be. but Cannon Gibson these these kids they're just they're just amazing. Uh, I believe they lost though, correct? They they have a loss on their record. Uh, I want to say last week. Uh, Wink has not lost yet. They have not. No. Oh, okay. The Badgers are the team that lost. There them. you go. That's McCamey who I'm thinking. Badgers. So so McCamey lost. Okay. Yeah, McCamey the Chihuahua. The Chihuahua. Our buddy yeah. wasn't able to get it done. That was a tough game too. By the way, the the McCamey Badgers losing thirty three to two. Really? Last week in the Battle of the Unbeatens. Oh, against Forsan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, but in regards to this Wink Water Valley game, I, I, I again, I mean, it's it's becoming a short conversation when you come, when you short. when you talk about Wink football because it's just so dominating. And I think again, this week, I think Cannon Gibson really goes off and and does the things that he does and I think they come out on top 54-17. Yeah. Can can you get the built for tough player of the week twice in a row? Do they I do mean, that? I mean, I'm sure you can okay. when you put up numbers like him. I'm going to pick Wink. Wink's going to go deep in the playoffs. I, I think I would like to see Wink be battle tested a little bit. Maybe play a closer game. I, I'm just saying this is a great team, and maybe that don't even need to happen. Uh, they got a lot of leadership, you know. With Coach Gibson, you know that's Cannon's dad, who's the head coach, right? Just tremendous leader and. and that program is a winning program. A lot of it has to do with their culture, and it's what they have built. 
and it's with guys like Cannon, a part of that program. I mean, those guys are just they're, – they're winners. Give me Wink, big, 61 to 20. Ooh, ooh. And that's – yeah, that's – that sounds about right, Sammy, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And, and McKamey actually has a, is open this week. They're open? They're open. Yeah. But, uh, Take a break, McKamey. McKamey, you guys are also a good team. That's a very good team. They, Of course, they they did suffer that loss. Um, but, hey, I mean, and I believe Forsan's kicker as well, yeah. like a couple weeks ago, knocked down a 60-yard yeah, field goal. So. What's up with these Texas it's kickers? Permian, Permian Basin kickers yeah, is what's going on. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So they'll be open, and then they'll return next week. Where we'll we'll recap or we'll touch their game as far you know because we we got some we got some feedback that we forgot them and we really did. <laughs> yeah, we left them off last week. Uh, apologies to the Chihuahua. Won't happen our, again. We, yeah, and we're not going to do that again because our Chihuahuas are buddy. <laughs> That's our buddy Matthew Rosas. Shout out Matthew Rosas. Yep, and I'll tell you what, Tammy. That's going to wrap it up. That's it, this man. Week. That was fun. It's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, stay tuned uh, for next week's picks. We'll recap all of our picks this week. And as always, don't forget to follow us, Bullcorn Sports, on everything on Twitter, Bullcorn Sports 1. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Uh, we're here to shine the light on some <coughs> Premium Basin athletes. You know, some coaching staffs out here. Uh, just to give them, give them a little light to be shunned. You know what I mean? You just put put some light to, so they can get recruited. Yeah. They can get seen on social media. People can listen to this. You know what I mean? So... As always, you know, it's it's a pleasure doing this for the Permian Basin. Sam, you got anything? Big pleasure. Um, look out. Pecos, the world is watching. I'm ready to see what you got. Here Pecos, come them Texas. Eagles. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this week. Bullcorn Sports, where if it's happening, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, the statement was...